I'm producer Aaron Meyer. You're listening to 199 Shorts, a fast break style lesson in hardwood history. Okay, what do you think when I say Kentucky? Weird colored grass, new fat for candidates. Nah, you think Wildcats, right? Then you think Patino. The guy's intense. Well, as intense as you can get in a flashy Italian suit, just like his players. So what are these tough cats wearing this year? Cons blue, denim, head to toe, from Congress. In this edition of 199 Shorts, the Chucker, 199's resident historian, explains how these now-treasured uniforms came into existence and the less-than-savory response they received. He also reminds us how, in the end, None of it really mattered. Truth be told, the Kentucky Wildcats' 88-73 victory over Arkansas on February 11, 1996 was secondary. It was true then and remains true today more than a quarter century later. That Sunday afternoon at Rupp Arena, after all, is known less for the Wildcats' beatdown of a conference rival and more for how the Wildcats looked doing it and the Yanks that followed. Kentucky will be wearing new uniforms, denim, from head to toe. Before jorts became a word in the American lexicon, Kentucky incorporated denim into its encore look with a denim blue on white uniform completed by matching Converse Blue React sneakers. Months before Kentucky made fashion headlines against Arkansas, Converse, the Cats footwear and apparel sponsor, approached Kentucky Athletics leadership about designing a new uniform kit for the 1995-1996 season. Converse urged something bold, daring, and fashion-forward, and teased a denim-inspired look as a compelling option. After drafting multiple designs, constructing different prototypes, and testing numerous iterations and high-octane workouts, Converse and Kentucky landed on a home-white uniform featuring real denim accents and an away blue uniform embracing a pseudo-denim mesh material, but only after using real denim proved impractical. Converse national manager Martin Newton, who coincidentally doubled as a son of Kentucky Athletics Director C.M. Newton, billed the Wildcats' new look as something that set Converse and Kentucky apart from the rest of the college basketball crowd. As if a loaded roster featuring six high school All-Americans and nine eventual NBA players wasn't enough already. Plus, Newton added, denim is fun and hot in the fashion scene. Unable to produce the uniforms in time for the season opener, Converse planned the launch alongside its new national advertising campaign when Arkansas, a fellow Converse school coming off two consecutive national title game appearances, visited Rupp Arena in February for a nationally televised game. The new look would be the sixth uniform style for the Wildcats in three seasons, including the memorable cat scratch psychedelic pattern worn during the 1994-1995 campaign. In a gathering the day before the Arkansas game, an event longtime Kentucky Hoops beat writer Jerry Tipton termed part pregame news conference and part flea market. Converse and the Cats debuted the new head-to-toe cons blue look publicly, the home and road kit, new warm-ups, and the $75 Converse React sneakers featuring blue denim inserts. The denim uniforms, we really didn't, I mean, they were nice for us because it was like jeans. I mean, you know, our comment when we in the locker room, once again, our arrogance, we like, we can beat people in blue jeans. So, so for us, it, it really didn't even matter. We were, just, we were just excited just to play basketball. We didn't, we didn't really make a big deal out of it at all. Kentucky guard Derek Anderson politely called the new uniforms cute, though he distanced himself from the look. Anderson said, I've got nothing to do with this. I just have to wear it two hours. If I got to keep it and wear it out, it'd be different. 
Big man Mark Pope insisted the game mattered most to him, not the uniform. Pope said, if they want us to go out there naked or with snowshoes on, it wouldn't matter to me. I'm just excited to play. Patino, though, swore the new look would meet everybody's approval. A day later, the Hall of Fame coach would be proven wrong. While the Cats pounded the Razorbacks on the hardwood, Big Blue Nation largely pounded the Cats' new look. Stirred in no small part by CBS commentator Billy Packer's charge that the uniform's denim color looked more like North Carolina's powder blue than Kentucky's traditional royal blue. Following the Cats' 15-point win, callers to the Wildcats sports line hosted by Dick Gabriel and Tom Leach wanted to talk less about the Wildcats' victory and more about the team's on-court appearance. And the reaction was nearly unanimous. Co-host Dick Gabriel said one caller liked the new digs, two were undecided, and the rest were negative to overwhelmingly negative. One fan wondered if the color on his TV had gone out, while another questioned if Adolph Rupp, the Wildcats' legendary coach, was turning over in his grave. Leach recounted the reaction to a local newspaper this way. It's all right was about as good as it got. It ranged from that to almost ready to physically abuse whoever designed the uniforms. One observer asked if Kentucky fans were done saying, Go Big Blue, and instead were going to cheer, Go Big Denim. To be fair, there were some who-the-hell-cares comments. One fan said he didn't care if the Cats wore pink so long as they won the national championship. For days and days, the Cats' new encore look remained a topic of debate, and hot debate at that. Louisville radio station WHAS received protest calls, as did Kentucky's athletics department. Kentucky Athletics Director C.M. Newton acknowledged his office received some negative calls, but he waved off the fashion police. Newton said, they're just saying it's not traditional Kentucky blue, and I agree, it's not the traditional look. It's a little different look. We think it's a classy look. Kentucky State Senator Charlie Borders said he feared capitalism was overruling tradition. Editorial writers at the Lexington Herald-Leader decried the new unis in an opinion piece titled Big Blue Boo. The editors wrote, Here you have the team and its assistants draped in drab cloth popularized by laborers, but the coach is decked out in Italy's finest. Meanwhile, a class of 8th graders from Anderson Middle School in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, penned handwritten letters to Patino voicing their criticisms. One student's note read, The Kentucky Wildcats are a clean-cut, decent group of young guys that deserve to be dressed in more suitable attire. The residents of Kentucky are referred to by people outside of Kentucky as rednecks, hicks, and other hillbilly slangs as it is. We sure don't need our famous Wildcats dressing the part. Patino heard so much criticism of the denim uniforms during his weekly Big Blue Line radio call-in show, he demanded fans stop the nonsense. Longtime Kentucky equipment manager Bill Kitely injected some perspective into the dust-up about the new uniforms. He said, the team must be doing pretty well if the fans have got nothing else to complain about. As is so often the case, the criticisms ultimately subsided as the Cats steamrolled their way to the program's sixth national title, wearing the much-maligned denim look. Winning, it turns out, does cure everything, even a bad outfit. And after watching this basketball team, I realized... Not only did they learn from their mistakes and grew as a basketball team, but every time they did learn those, from those mistakes, they became untouchable to beat. 
So we call this team the Untouchables. More than a quarter century later, Kentucky and devoted college basketball fans remember the Cats' Cons blue denim look for better or worse. But most of all, they remember the national title. For 19.9, I'm the Chucker.